Community Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Riesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with Victoria Wolf, award-winning graphic designer and content creator. Please enjoy Victoria Wolf. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am here with Victoria Wolf, award-winning graphic designer and content creator. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Wonderful. Well, I'm super excited to chat all things creativity because I know you have a 24-7 creativity adventure that you're on. So I definitely do. I um During the day, my day persona is I am a graphic designer and I concentrate on uh, book cover design, book interior design, everything about books. Um, I've been a graphic designer for 31 years and then kind of interspersed during the day, evenings, weekends. My husband and I, um, we have a YouTube channel and a website where, where we do cooking videos and we do RV lifestyle videos because we last year sold everything and decided to live full-time in an RV and travel the country and work and cook and explore. And then in my free time, which I don't have much of, my other persona is uh, Victoria Wolf uh, fi- uh, Art. I am an artist and um, I don't paint as much as I like to. And I also wrote a book about teaching myself how to paint um, in my memoir and all that. So yeah, creati- creativity 24 um, seven, but I can't, I never decide, you know, what am I gonna eat for lunch? You know, that's like the biggest, <laughs> the hardest decision of my day. It's like, I could think of all these amazing things. It's like, what do I have for lunch? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I mean, I'm so curious with the kind of creativity 24 seven, do you ever find yourself exhausted (laughs) from it? Just hearing all of it. I, you know, I, I think I, I am exhausted a lot. I go, you know, I, I am tired at the end of every day. And I never really thought about it's so much creativity is draining me because it's just who I am and what I do. I, I, I'm kind of very much an ideas person. And so I think that's why um, design and creativity really works for me because I'm always thinking of new ideas that that's like my, my jet fuel. I'm like, yeah, that's what gets me going. Um, and yeah, if anybody needs an idea, just come to Victoria. Cause I usually w- about anything, you know, I probably I have ideas and I have opinions too. Don't come to me for opinions, ideas. Are good, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. And, but it sounds like, you know, the design world really is that high volume idea world needing to come up with a lot of ideas. Is that something you've always had access to, or is it something that you've kind of learned over time or? How um, I, I, yes, I've always, I, I didn't realize that when I started the design business, um, I, I didn't realize that's who I was. I just knew I, I loved design. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even remember that when I was a kid, I loved art. I, I forgot a lot of my childhood. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it all kind of came full circle. And what I love about doing books and the creative process is I typically, my process is, is give the author anywhere from five to seven concepts. 
So that's a that's a lot of coming up with ideas. And I like to go in, you know, one direction and then completely go in a different direction because I, you know, I want to get the gamut, mm-hmm. you know, of ideas that, that are appropriate for the book, of course. And yeah, sometimes that can be exhausting. Um, I do it all in one sitting. I don't work on the cover to, you know, for an hour and then I go do something else. I might just, it just, it has to all get out. Otherwise mm-hmm. it's, you know, I, I have to, you know, it's, it's like obsessive compulsive or something. Huh. Um, but yeah, that's probably why I'm tired at the end of every day. <laughs> that makes sense. It totally does. But with all of the creativity that you do participate in, what does it mean to you to be creative? You know, that's that's a very interesting question, a good question. Um, and I ran into this when I um, started my teach myself how to paint journey back in 2020. Um, I, and, and that's what a lot of my book is about. E- each chapter is um, a, a different painting. I, so for the first three months, I write about that journey. And in there is interspersed, you know, my story, my life, my memoir, because every painting I did or tried to do brought up all this stuff from my from my past that I thought I had dealt with. And and I remember one of the chapters I I talk about. It's like I'm creative all day for my clients, but when when I'm staring at that blank canvas, I'm like, I got nothing, you know. And and it's so frustrating. And I, it's easy for me to be creative for others. I think where I really struggle is my own creativity for me and getting that out of me. Um, And it's it's an ongoing um, I won't say struggle. It's a challenge. And it's 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 interesting. And I and I I appreciate that I put myself in a position that I'm going to challenge myself that way because I think I I need to. I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, But creativity that doesn't apply to me is. uh, Yeah, I I have a lot of that. Not in short supply of that. But I love, like, thank you for sharing that, like, vulnerable space of your own personal creativity. And and I think many people will connect with having ideas for other people is easy. And having ideas for yourself can be much more difficult. Yeah. And there's judgment. There's all this judgment. It's like, oh, I think this is going to look great. Oh, what if somebody else doesn't think this looks great? What if my, you know, it's like, that's what goes into the whole art. But there's a little of that with a climbing with a client and and 20 years ago uh, it was harder for me with, with my clients I would, I would be like I'd send them I do I did a lot of logos before I did book stuff and I'd send them the logo and I would worry and I would worry wanting to get feedback and and the longer I did it the better I got about it and now I don't even do that with book covers but it's just it's you got to make the client happy but at the same time it's different for me now i'm i'm so dialed into to books and i like having a niche like that a specialty and i think that really helps um if you're a designer um because i'm just immersed in it and um i'm a very intuitive designer um i get things from the clients we have zoom calls and either body language or the way they say something or i pull pull stuff out of them but they don't even know i'm pulling out um and that makes me have a little bit more confidence in my designs and and you know but for personally there's no confidence you know there's just, just like I don't yeah know. i mean i mean you're not alone in this at all so many people i think really struggle with that that self expression easy to yeah. put things on a page for other people but how do I express myself what my yeah. thoughts and dreams and hopes and fears and experience and emotions are so and I I think the hardest part with that is you know and and, and this I guess can speak for me is I'm almost afraid of what I'm going to express if I really let myself express it 
what what's going to come out and what's it going to look like because it, it feels yeah. so big and 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 I think that's the scary part when you design for clients and other people you're confined it's, it's almost like a safe space because right. you know you can't get crazy because they're, <laughs> they're not you know you just can't and there's this desire to just get crazy and, and see what happens but then there's this fear it's like nobody's going to want it crazy you know right <laughs> so that, that for me that's my challenge and and one of these days I'm going to get in front of a canvas and I'm just going to let it go and not even care yeah. about the outcome and see what happens um I don't know well, I look forward to that day <laughs> <laughs> I love it yeah now I mean we've talked about kind of those challenges and how your own personal creative expression and experience, but in just kind of the everyday challenges, how do you navigate those creative challenges that you come up against? Um, a lot of brainstorms. I know that for, for being a content creator for my husband and I, um, it's probably the hardest thing we have ever done uh, creatively, you know, creativity, creativity wise. And um, you know, we're both, been doing marketing forever. I mean, we're, it should have been, it should have been really, you know, an easy, an easy thing, but <laughs> YouTube is so weird and so completely different than anything we've ever done and trying to please the public. And yeah. so we have a lot of brainstorming sessions and what I think what I've really taken away from experience is you have to think outside the box when you're doing, when you're content creating, if you want to have a, a larger footprint outside of maybe even your niche, there's so much craziness on YouTube. I'm, I'm not going to be part of that craziness because it's not really who I am as a person every day. Um, but you, you just got to look at things differently. And um, that has been an interesting challenge for us. And the funny thing about that is I, I, I've always wanted to have a cooking show or any type of show on, on, on YouTube. I've always wanted to be in front of the video camera, but I never thought I could direct or I knew I'd be like, I just stand here and do my thing and you tell me what to do. And then during this process, I've, I've started to, I, I come up with the video, the ideas for the videos, and we do some kind of skit type stuff and, you know, we plan them and I'm like, oh, wow, I can do this. I, I never thought I could do that. And now it's my favorite thing to do. We're doing, um, we started doing shorts and I don't know how familiar you are with uh, mm -hmm. YouTube, but there's long form. And then they started introducing shorts a couple of years ago to keep up with TikTok. And I'm like, I'm never, I don't like the shorts. I'm never doing shorts. I like the long form video. And then I started doing shorts and I'm like, Oh, I really like <laughs> the shorts. And so just right, be right before this, this, this uh, podcast, I shot three shorts and I'm like, Oh, the rush I get from that because they're, they're, they're short, you know, less than 60 seconds are fast. And, I, I just love that. So it, it's been a world of discovery for me. Oh, I love it. And it sounds like lots of dopamine chemicals, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> with the shorts and satisfaction and experiencing that. Yes, definitely. I love it. Yeah. Well, having kind of adult life be 24 seven creativity, what's your earliest memory of being creative? Um, I used to draw all the time and doodle and I had so you know spirograph was one of my most favorite things when I was a kid yeah. and it's just I didn't realize that too much later in life that I I just loved art I never thought I was very good at it but I was always trying to do you know taught myself how to sew and then I you know I, I got into I got into makeup I was a makeup artist for a while when, when I was in my teens and then I did floral design and I did all these I was always having my hand in something and 
why I didn't put two and two together. It's like, oh, that's all creative stuff. And I think it's because I wanted to honor my, what is that, right brain or left brain? Uh, the analytical one, whatever that yeah. is, left brain. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm kind of split down the middle. Yeah. If I get too far in the creative side of the brain, the, the other side pulls me over and vice versa. And mm-hmm. so I think I, I felt it was prudent as I was becoming an adult and, you know, and, and getting out in the world that I would be, should be more left brain than right brain where I got that idea. I don't know. And then I just said, screw it. And um, that's when I figured out, you know, Oh, I'm creative. It, it, yeah. it was, it was pushing me. I, I was in, I was in college getting ready to go to, to, to law school. I mean, oh. that, and then I, and it kept coming up and I would talk to my professor. I'm like, I don't know, this is the law. I don't think is going to be creative enough for me. It's just, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. And and I remember him saying, it's like, the law is very creative. It's all how you apply it. And I'm like, okay, wrong type of creativity. And so I just did a one, I just did a, what is that? A 90 degree angle. <laughs> I, I left school, started a design company, had no idea how to do, you know, how to do design, but I taught myself everything. It was way back when 1992, when computers were just starting to have programs for design. Right. And so I guess the, the create, the creative in me won out. And I was on a path. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love that they did. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of like just creativity and curiosity and inspiration, who or what inspires the things that you do these days? I think I can find inspiration in anything. And I am insanely, almost annoyingly curious. Um, so when we're driving, you know, it, we could be driving to the store, we could be driving from, you know, one location to another. Um, I don't drive, my husband does. And um, so I'm sitting there, I read, I read billboards out loud. I, I got to remember, this is your out, out loud voice here. I'm just, and I'll see something and I'll ask the question, well, why is that? And, you know, why isn't it like this? I'm just constantly asking questions because I, I think I just have this insane desire to understand the world and everything in it. And so I can find inspiration from almost anything at any time. I just weird like that. I love it. I don't think it's weird. It's fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. But I can't find inspiration for my own paintings that way. I get, <laughs> I get too little. I'm like, oh, look at this tree. I love trees. And I'll take all these pictures of trees. And I'm like, I'm going to paint this tree. <laughs> then I go to paint this tree. And yeah, doesn't work out. So, <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's okay. But it, it just doesn't have that it's not flowing from, from my, you know, my soul or whatever. It's just, it's too structured. So that, you know, that, that's my challenge to figure out. I should maybe paint blindfolded or something. And maybe that, that'll let everything come out. That would be fantastic. Or like paint it upside down. Who knows? Yeah. Something to where I'm actually not seeing my my analytical side comes out way too much when I paint. And and, um, I find that very interesting. I don't know why it does. That, yeah. Who knows why our, critic or judgmental self decides to show up when we're doing something that we want to do. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) What are some of the everyday issues that you have used creativity to solve? Oh, I I don't, I don't know if there are, there's, there's, there's so, so many of them. uh, One of them is, you know, how do, how do you live in 400 square feet when you used to live in 2,400 square feet? How do you scale that down? And you find creative ways to store things and creative ways to, um, to cook a little bit differently than, I mean, we do have, we, I am not roughing it whatsoever. I, we have a big, 
RV and we have a huge kitchen, dishwasher, all that stuff. But um, it is a, there's always a challenge because it's a little bit smaller. So I always view those as creative solutions to, you know, I think every problem is just waiting for a solution, a creative solution. So I'm, I guess I'm constantly doing that. And it, and that's what excites me. It's like problem solving is, is probably one of my most favorite things. And to me, design or any type of creativity is kind of problem solving on, on some level. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And really kind of inspires that left brain aspect. <laughs> to... Yeah, the, the left brain analyzes it and the right brain comes with, comes up with the idea. I think that's how they, they work together. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. I think so. <laughs> I love it. No, I... Yeah, I can't ima- I can't imagine scaling down and how creative you have to be to live in 400 square feet versus 2400 square feet and navigating that every day. And yet millions of people do it in, uh, around the world, right? Yeah, we do. I remember I laid in bed for months and visualizing in my head how I was organizing all the cabinets in the kitchen. And <laughs> And I'd fall asleep every night going, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm like, I need this, you know, all the things, uh, you know, I, I have baskets, I have wire baskets was my, what I decided. And, but I thought about that intently and had to, and wanted to come up with creative ideas for that. So that, that was actually fun to do. Yeah. What's like the best piece of advice you got when you made the decision to sell everything and do the RV life? Um, I, I think it's just, just do it before you don't have time to do it. Um, that, that's kind of what we thought it's, there's a lot of people out here RVing that are retired and which is wonderful, but there's a lot of people out here that are retired that wanted to do this 10, 15 years ago. Um, and maybe they didn't make a priority, whatever they're out here now. So that's great. But if you want to do it really, really bad, just you got to find a way to do it because you don't, you know, tomorrow's not promised. Obviously, right. you don't know by the time you, you know, you leave your retirement party, you know, you could have a terminal illness. You could only have five years left, whatever. You don't know that. So never wait to do something that you feel so passionate about doing. And, that, and that's what we felt about this is we wanted to live unconventionally and unapologetically. And that's what we're doing now. And we just, we create our own path and it, there, there's something so freeing about that. And I actually feel like I'm living for possibly the first time in my life, like really living. Oh, it's really well, congratulations. That's fantastic. I love hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine, you know, working with people who are writing books or the design component and then all of the content creating and your own art that you probably run into either yourself or other people who don't feel like they're creative some days. And how would you encourage others to find creativity in their life? We're all creative. I I do have quite a few authors I work with, you know, they wrote their books. Yeah. A lot of authors don't even see that as creativity, but, but they'll preface our, you know, the cover call, some of them will. It's like, I'm not, I'm not an artist. I could, I can't draw anything. I don't know what I want and everything. And And I'm totally fine with that. But every one of us has some sort of creativity and it may not be conventional. It may, you may not be an artist, a designer, a cook, a, the interior designer, whatever it is, but there's something, you just have to find what works for you. And, and it may be, you like to scrapbook, you know, that's creativity. You know, you like to forage for, 
mushrooms and then dry out the mushrooms and put them, you know, in, in an arrangement somewhere. I don't know, but you know, that's creativity. Everything is creativity. If, I remember when I was a kid, I used to rearrange the living room all the time. And then there's like a list of 7,000 occupations that I would have been, which my husband laughs at me all the time, that later in life, I realized, oh, I should have been this and I should have been that. An interior designer is one of them too. Um, but if you like to rearrange your, your living room and redecorate, that's creativity. I mean, it doesn't have to be a profession and it doesn't have to be something big. And I think if you look for it, you'll everybody will find that they're creative with something. Uh, like I gift giving gift giving you have to be so creative and there's a lot of good gift givers out there and if you told them hey you're a really creative person they'd, they'd probably laugh at you but in that regard they are yeah I love that reminder that it doesn't have to be big it can be small it doesn't have to fit into the fine arts or performing arts to be considered creativity or creative and finding those small pieces that bring you joy or that you love to do those get to be your creative gifts. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We all have them. We do. We totally do. Oh my gosh. It's been such a treat to chat with you. I just have one last question. What does it feel like in your body to be creative? Um, I don't, I, I don't, I guess my, my best answer is I don't feel it. I don't even, this is so weird. I've never even thought about it, but it came, it just, the answer came to me is like, I don't, I don't want to say I don't feel like I'm in my body. I'm just, I'm in that creativity where I don't notice really anything else. So mm-hmm. I don't feel it in my body. I'm just, I'm just floating in, in creativity. Yeah. And that's, uh, <laughs> the flow. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Being in that creative space. How fun. Well, thank you for sharing all of these pieces. And if people want to learn more about you, your design, your YouTube channel, how could they go about doing that? Um, okay, so for the uh, for the graphic design, it's wolfdesignandmarketing.com. Uh, for the YouTube channel, it's uh, on YouTube at, G- at gfexplorers or gfexplorers.com. And for my art and book, it's victoriawolfart.com. Perfect. I'll put all of that in show notes so people have easy access to all of it. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's been such a pleasure hearing all of your creative experiences. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com, for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, Anything's possible.